Welcome to Road Noise. Buckle up as we explore God's faithfulness, reflecting on 50 years of full-time ministry. We're taking lessons from the unique life and ministry of Sheldon and Victoria Rhodes as they share the gospel crisscrossing North America. I'm your host, Kedron Rhodes, and each episode, I sit down with my dad, Sheldon, and we travel back in time, retracing the lessons God was teaching and mapping them to life today. This scenery may have changed, but God's faithfulness remains the same. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Road Noise. Hey, welcome back to Road Noise. Another conversation here with Sheldon Rhodes and myself, Kedron Rhodes. And uh, for, to, for bringing you up to speed, we um, last had our conversation. We were, Dad was sharing about a friend in Alaska, Harold Weiss, who had uh, gone on a little adventure to become a car salesman of sorts. <laughs> and Dad shared how that kind of story wrapped up. And uh, before we jump into this next episode, though, I just want to say if you're if you're enjoying these conversations and they're encouraging to you, please give it a review on Spotify or Apple uh, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast, and uh, share this with a friend. Um, this uh, go, it goes a long ways. Your your voice and your sharing this is how this gets spread. So please please feel free to do that. But. There we are. Let's let's uh, jump into this next conversation, Dad. You gave me a, a prelude to where we're headed, and I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know um, how exciting it's going to be, but um, remember back a couple episodes, um, um, we went and got some chickens, right? Yep. Yeah, so, and uh, tried to bless everybody in church with chickens. Yep. So if you're just you're just coming up to speed, there's a there was a, <laughs> the opportunity to get a whole bunch of chickens. Yeah. Uh, so at the great low price of free. Yeah, but some, you had to had to have been some, there to appreciate it. <laughs> yep, had to be there. So if if you haven't caught that episode, go back a couple and uh and pop that one in. I think you get a chuckle out of it. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, you know, we had um these hundreds of chickens. And, um, yeah, we butchered and took care of those that we could, but remember there was a whole bunch of them that were in the uh, front end of the, of our two pickups that, um, did not survive. You know, they were either trampled to death or they were, uh, smothered. I don't know what happened to them, but anyway, we had a bunch of dead chickens and, um, these dead chickens were just kind of laying around, you know, they're for quite a while, um, um, you know, probably a couple of weeks, they rode around the back of my pickup, but I knew they couldn't <laughs> stay there. And so um, I pulled them out of there and threw them into that uh, trailer bed that we had hauled to Alaska, which was a pickup bed, Yeah, but it was uh, sitting outside and, you know, we weren't using it for anything else. So I thought, well, this would be good storage for dead chickens. And so I piled them all in there. And then I got a, um, a phone call from Lewis Bradley. Now, if you go back uh, even further in the episodes, you'll remember a story about Lewis. Um, he was uh, hunting sheep the day that we got to Alaska and had not showed up when uh, his wife thought he should have and so forth, and he actually should have. But anyway, I, I get a call from Lewis, and he asked if I would like to uh, set up a trap line with him. And so we're talking on the phone and thinking, well... I don't know. Uh, what are we going to trap? 
And he says, oh, there's all kinds of things. Um, you know, we can get fox. Or we could get, uh, might get a, a wolf. Uh, we might get, um, I said, what about a lynx? Remember I had shared with you in another few episodes back that I just fell in love with the thought of maybe someday having a lynx open mouth rug. And he said, well, yeah, you know, good chance we could get a lynx. Well, with that, I'm in. Oh, yeah. Uh, let, let's make this happen. And anyway, so um, we went together and got a, a bunch of traps, steel traps, and we figured we've got lots of bait. I mean, these dead, chickens, bait. <laughs> these dead chickens will make good bait for whatever it is that's out there in the woods. And so um, we set a time on a, on a Saturday where the two of us were going to hike in and set these traps. Now, if memory serves me right, the dog didn't want to go along with Lewis the next time because it was so much work. Well, by this time, I forgot about Lewis's escapades <laughs> and how no one else would go with him. And so he took the dog and then the dog, you know, ended up having to be carried out. I forgot about all that. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Nobody would agree to go with this guy a second time. Now, I'd never been, but I had heard the stories. And so... You know, when he asked me to go, what was I thinking? I mean, obviously, the only thing I was thinking about was Lynx Rug, Lynx Rug, Lynx right. Rug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One track mine. Oh, my. Well, the day came and we loaded up all those traps and as many dead chickens as we could haul. Uh, I mean, we wanted to have at least um, one chicken for each trap, right? Yeah. And so we loaded up a couple of backpacks and we went to um, Eagle River which is actually just north of Anchorage, uh, not not very far. And there's a little town of Eagle River, but um, there's a valley that goes up the river and it goes way back through the mountains and so forth. And, and at least at that time, that was pretty much um, uncharted territory. Hmm. Now, since they have uh, put a road back in at least part of that way, and if I understand correct, um, there's, um, oh, what do you call it? Maybe a, an, an animal observatory thing back there. Mm -hmm. Uh, somewhere. It's probably not back as far as we went, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. so we parked the cars, you know, drove back as far as we could, but we parked the cars and we took off on foot. And my, oh my, what a trip going through that snow with these backpacks on. And neither one of us had snowshoes, which would probably have been a big help, but um, we're just going through the snow. And this snow is powder, but it is waist deep. Mm. I mean, it, maybe in a, a, a low place, it might be mid-thigh or something. And so you're plowing snow all the way back in there. Wow. Yeah. Well, it started off, Lewis is, was in front, and so um, he's breaking trail for me, and that made it somewhat easier. But then uh, he asked if we could trade. <laughs> Okay, so what are you supposed to say to that? I mean, you know, yeah. the, the guy's been breaking trail for you, and now he wants to trade. So, <laughs> you know, you got to oblige. And now I'm in the lead. And really, we're just walking up the riverbed. You know, it's all frozen over at this time and so forth. And, yep. and so just walking back through that valley. Well, anyway, we kept trading places um, uh, between, you know, who's taking lead and who's not. And we went back there a long ways. And I believe I know what that number is, but I'm not going to say that number because it couldn't have been that far, could it? 
<laughs> but it was a long ways. But anyway, so we get way back in there. And I mean, we are so far away from any um, any houses or any population of any kind. I mean, it is, it's absolutely beautiful back there. Sure. But it was very desolate. And so anyway, we figured, okay, we got to get these traps set. And, um, you know, this is probably about uh, mid-February, maybe towards the end of February, somewhere around there. And um, anyway, so we've got to get these traps set and get out of there because it's going to be getting dark before too long. Mm -hmm. And when we went in, it was just barely getting daylight. And so um, we did. We got um, several traps set and um, hung these dead chickens over top the traps and uh, you know, covered the traps with snow and so forth to made it. I mean, Lewis knows how to do this kind of stuff and I'm learning sure. and, and I'm thinking, wow, there's some good possibility here. I mean, if there's anything out in this Valley, that's hungry, they've got great food waiting for them. And right underneath is this trap. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, it's going to be a, a surefire deal. So now it's time to get back out of there. And, um, it wasn't much easier going out than it was going in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By now you're exhausted and it's probably yeah. going over a bit. And yeah. Yeah. But at least the backpacks are a lot lighter now. Sure. You know, these are all steel traps and uh, dead chickens. And, and so we hauled them all in, but we're going out uh, pretty much empty. And so that was uh, made it a little better. But anyway, so it was a long hike back out of there and we did get back to the car um, you know, about the time <laughs> that flashlights would have been needed if we'd been gone much longer and uh, headed back home. Well, that was Saturday. Remember uh, when this deacon missed church on Sunday? No, oh, yeah. Because we went and got the chickens? Right. Well, I missed again the next day. Oh, boy. Oh, my. <laughs> I woke up that morning and I couldn't walk. I mean, my legs were attached, but I couldn't walk. And we had a, a recessed... Um, living room in this uh, house that we're renting. And it, the step was, it was probably made out of a two by four. And mm -hmm. then they put plywood over top of it and it had carpet and everything. So what are we talking? You know, um, four inches, four and a half right. inches. <laughs> I couldn't get up it. <laughs> I mean, I, I felt so helpless uh, you know, having to grab one leg and pull pull it up on that uh, little step and then try to get the other leg up there. And I told your mom, I said, I, I'm not going anywhere. I am not yeah. going anywhere today. And so I, I missed church. You had to call. Yeah. Sick. So these, um, <laughs> these same chickens, that got me in trouble the first time <laughs> yep. are getting me in trouble again. But I figured you know, I've got to recoup best I can because I got to be back at school tomorrow morning. Right. You know, I'm teaching at the public school and you know, I, I don't dare call in. I mean, what do you do? Call in sick? <laughs> I'm not sick. I'm, I feel fine. Other than the You're fact right. I can't walk. <laughs> but anyway, so that's uh, kind of how that worked. Um, anyway, so then we figured, all right, um, we'd wait a week. And then, uh, you know, the next weekend, we'd go back and check our traps. And I am not looking forward to that one bit. Sure. Because my mind can still remember the previous weekend. <laughs> <laughs> my legs are finally starting to feel like normal again. And and here it is, it's time to go back. But um, I'm really glad that we did. Uh, we went back in there and um, uh, we didn't catch what we expected, but we caught something that um, was absolutely incredible. We got back to one of those traps and all around the trap, 
I mean, out for several feet away from the trap in a circle. All the snow had all been beat up and, and scattered, and it wasn't down to the bare ground or anything. But, I mean, it was <laughs> it was a mess, and it was real obvious what had caused that mess. It was the live animal that was still in the trap. <laughs> yeah, with one leg in the trap, yep. which meant it still had one more leg and um, and its wings. Hmm. We had caught an eagle. Oh, boy. Remember, we are in Eagle River, in Eagle yep. River Valley, and sure enough, an eagle had come down, and obviously after the chicken, and um, got caught in that trap, and my, oh, my, that gave me a great deal of respect for <laughs> that type of a bird yeah i mean it really had tore up uh, the patch but anyway so we're standing there you know looking at this eagle and it's like okay now what do we do i mean you can't keep them i mean they're illegal to to keep or to kill yep. Yep. and so we got to let it loose but how i mean those things have those claws are vicious those talons yep. on, i mean <laughs> and the beak I mean, you don't want to get close to this thing, but we, we've got to get it out of the trap. Anyway, so we stood there for quite a while uh, trying to devise a plan. And um, uh, eventually uh, we came up with a plan. And the plan was that um, Lewis would take his coat off. And then I'm to throw that coat over the the eagle and wrap my arms around it and try to keep its beak away from anybody and uh, the wings intact so that Lewis can um, reach under there and with his bare hands open up that steel trap <laughs> oh boy and let the bird loose yep uh meanwhile i'm still going to be hanging on to the bird <laughs> <laughs> well anyways so that was our plan and um i'll have to say it was probably the best plan we could have come up with and it did work uh lewis took his coat off i threw that coat over the bird and tackled it instantly and i got my arms wrapped around it, and uh, Lewis was able to get under there and and release the trap so the bird's foot was out of there. But now I still have a hold of the bird, and Lewis, he, he got out of there. I mean, he, Right, he doesn't want to be around for what's next. He's not going to be around. So uh, he got back uh, quite a distance, and then it's up to me. Okay, so um, kind of get on your feet the best you can, because I'd pretty much been laying in the snow holding this uh, bird down so i kind of get to my feet best i can and uh still holding the bird with the the coat wrapped around it and figured okay i'm gonna let go and i'm gonna run mm -hmm. and it's probably gonna take that eagle a couple of seconds won't it <laughs> to get out from underneath the coat and hopefully by then i'll be far enough away and uh he won't attack me i mean i don't know what a bird like that would do and but anyway so uh uh, that's exactly what happened. I, I let go of the coat and I took off running and, um, I got back about as far as uh, Lewis was and we stood there and it did not take that Eagle long to throw that coat off to the side. It stood there on the ground just for, just for a few seconds, um, maybe 30 seconds at the most. And then it took off flying, but it didn't go very far. Um, we had uh, tied the, the chicken up in a tree and that bird, uh, took off and flew up to the top of that tree <laughs> and sat there on on a branch you know, right at the very top and just stared at us mm -hmm. and stared at us. <laughs> <laughs> I never figured out if he was trying to, if he was eyeing us up, wondering if uh, maybe he had to come down there and give us a 
taste of uh, our own medicine. Right. Or if maybe he was sitting there just saying thank you. Yeah. But in either case, this majestic bird uh, sat right there for a long time and just watched us. And I did not have my camera, but my, oh my, what a beautiful picture that would have been of God's creation, that beautiful American eagle, you know, and just, I think he probably was thanking us. But anyway, so after uh, several minutes, uh, he did take off and went soaring through the air and we never saw him again after that. Okay, well, we still got to hike back out of there. <laughs> yep, yep. And we made it back out. Now, uh, that time um, when we went back in, we still had a bit of a trail left from the week before. And so uh, going back out this time was uh, the easiest. But I'll also say right now that that was my last time <laughs> back in that valley that far. Yep. Um, we did reset the traps. Uh, we took more chickens back when we went that time, just in case. And we did reset the traps. And Lewis did continue to go back, and um, we did get a lynx and um, a fox, and it seems like there was something else. Anyway, I I did not go back in to retrieve those. (laughs) Uh, Lewis went back by himself, and uh, uh, I don't know how many weekends he did that, but anyway, uh, um, I was very excited to have that lynx, and I wish that I could take a picture and show everybody that open mouth lynx rug that we have hanging in our living room, but we don't have it hanging in the living room. (laughs) (laughs) I did take it into Anchorage to be mounted and uh, they did do that. And I did get to see it and I put some money down on it. And then um, when I went to go get it, it was gone. Mm -hmm. The taxidermy shop and everything was gone. And so I made as many phone calls and, uh, um, knocked on doors, tried to find out what, what was going on. And uh, the story that I was told, don't know how true it is, but the story that I was told was that a uh, uh, some folks from Japan had come over and bought all of the fur that was in that um, taxidermy shop and the guy closed the business. Yep. Never to be seen again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, anyway, so I not only lost my money that I'd put down on it, but I also lost that uh, beautiful Lynx open mouth rug. Oh, that's rough. Yep. That's rough. <laughs> <laughs> but we did get rid of some dead chickens. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that's, that was, I guess, the, maybe the original objective was to get rid of some chickens all right well let me uh, jump ahead one more thing so we don't have to make another episode with the chickens um (laughs) uh come springtime there's still a bunch of dead chickens in that trailer oh you still got more okay yeah uh we couldn't use up all of them even for bait and now that springtime's here i mean now what are you going to do with them and And so yeah oh yeah they started thawing (laughs) but i still didn't know what to do with them and so i didn't do anything Hmm. But then it got to the point where you couldn't hardly walk past the trailer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, it stuck to high heaven. And yeah. so um, one day I finally decided that, okay, this is not going to get any better, at least not for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to have to deal with what's left of those dead chickens. Yes. And all the maggots that were crawling around oh, in yeah. them and everything else. And so... Um, Um, we did have a bit of a garden area and I decided that chickens would probably make good fertilizer. (laughs) 
Mm, there you go. <laughs> so I did empty out all the chickens out of the back of that truck and uh, hosed it down real good. But um, I'm sure that uh, if you found that, that pickup today, it probably still smells somewhat of dead chickens. <laughs> yeah, th- this whole chicken adventure started out as like a a opportunity or a blessing in disguise. It sounds like... <laughs> Maybe the chicken story is a warning. (laughs) But if nothing else, to this day, I'm sure that uh, if I were to call Lewis and say anything about the chickens, uh, he would start laughing as Harold and I did until Harold uh, went to be with the Lord. Yeah, so um, we've had a lot of fun with those chickens anyway over the years. And, you know, that's uh, coming up on 50 years ago. That (laughs) Yeah. 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 So um, chickens make good memories. Yeah, yep, I guess so. I guess so. Well, that sounds probably maybe a good place to to park it for now. Um, it's it's a good reminder too that that uh, the things that, that you that appear as great opportunities uh, they they can be that like they they can be um, even if they don't turn out to be exactly what you hoped or thought they would be, they can still be a blessing in disguise, a blessing in even years later as you reflect on these stories with friends and and chuckle about them. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's park it here and we'll pick it up next week. Sounds good to me. Right. Yeah, this is Grandpa Wisely. Sometimes you get and sometimes you get got. <laughs>